people of the internet, people of the world, hello, and welcome back. Welcome back to the Nature Hour with me, Arthur Daintree, and him, Luke Bantock. Hello, everyone. I was going to say good evening or good morning, but I don't, I don't want to judge when people are listening. Could be any time. What series are we on now? So is, this is the fourth series? Maybe it could be the fifth. <laughs> we need someone to compile this for us. Work out some series. Chunk up some different series. It's too much content, Luke. Yeah, well, we're also rolling over our A to Z of animals, yeah. so it probably isn't a new series. We're not starting again. We've no, but it's over... just been a gap, hasn't it? So oh, yeah. I feel like it could have been a new... It feels like a new series. New, it feels new era. like a new era. We, we're, we're coming to you from our new studio in Birmingham. We're in the same room this time. Yeah. After a brief dalliance with a, an online relationship, we decided that face-to-face was <laughs> a lot better. Technology just wasn't our ally at wasn't the end doing of the day. it for us. Yeah, it got in the way. It got in the way of our dynamic, and it got in the way of our progress. Um, but what it's not going to get in the way of anymore is our smorgasbord of features. We've got the Etihad of Animals, we've got the Jobs Market, and we've got mating and dating. So, uh, let's crack on. Crack on then, crack off. Starting with... <laughs> starting with the letter G. Uh, I covered F last time. I actually can't remember which animal I did. Fish. Fish, probably. Um, so this week, this episode, Luke is going to cover the letter G. Luke, tell me. Talk to me. Tell now, me. As when, when I found out I had G, instinctively I wanted to do a flaming galah. Just what? so that I could... A galah, a galah is like an Australian bird. It's quite boring though, unfortunately, <laughs> so I couldn't do the entire feature in my accent, sadly. So you'll have to be left with... <laughs> The humble, mm. the humble goat. Nice. The humble domestic goat. The um, the old, the first animal to be domesticated. Really? It's believed. Yes. Um. <laughs> that's it. End of the <laughs> feature. And that's probably all you need to know about the goats. Yeah. No, OG. No, there's plenty more. There's oh, what? OG. OG. Original. Goat. So <laughs> is that something I should know? <laughs> it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Okay, 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 all right, all right, all right. Well, most of you already know quite a lot about the goat, what they look like. I'll hopefully flesh a bit of that out, but also give you some insights into some of their more unusual practices. So, um, they're hobbies. They're well, you, they're pretty much, um, they're hobbies, yeah, climbing. Um, pretty much mostly look, um, kept for human consumption so there you might have had goat's milk goat's cheese goat curry goat's, just... is it nice I've never had a goat tastes pretty tough. I mean <laughs> it's exactly what you'd expect like goat's milk tastes goaty you, there's just a goat like dirty I mean, my head goats are quite dirty no, no they're fine but there's like a very unique I mean this is this isn't this is sort of off like off topic no, it's off off of our theme. The nature hour doesn't usually talk about eating animals, <laughs> but the new era that we're in, yeah. um, we're going to talk about. No, anyway, but yeah, there's a very unique goaty flavour. Well, I mean, I like goat's cheese, and we'll just leave it at that. Um, but also goat hair, goat skin. Mm. People wear goat hair, goat yeah. skin. It's considered a small livestock, so they're kind of 
you know, pretty medium, you know, smaller than a cow, it's bigger than a chicken. Like if you imagine trying to hold a, a goat, yeah, they're about that big. Yeah. Yeah. So listeners at home, get your arms out and just yeah. think. Just sort of guess. How big would it be? Could I lift over 140 kilograms, which is how big a, a goat has been known to get? That's quite a big one. That's a large yeah. goat. <laughs> Down to 20 to 27 That's kilograms. That's two arms under, not like the under over. There is no way that you could pick up 140 kilograms, two arms underneath it. Absolutely no <laughs> chance. Um, and they can be quite small. Um, there's an African pygmy goat, which stands at f- um, up to 60 centimetres. <laughs> <laughs> Very little. Is that so, on its shoulder? It's almost a or cat. to its head? Um, at the shoulder. Nice. So there's a bit more goat. There's a bit more head, yeah. head, head to come. Who knows how long the, uh, the horns are. Um, <laughs> but there's about 20, they reckon, the UN think there are 924 million goats in the world. Plenty. Enough to mm. get your goat's cheese fixed. Yeah. Um, female goats are called does or nannies. Doe, a deer. Yeah. <laughs> and then, it gets, then it gets a bit weird. Yeah. yeah. Idiot. <laughs> Clarity, please, in those songs. Intact males are called bucks or billies. Now, I know what you're thinking. What's a not. What's a. I've got my guess. Yeah. <laughs> an unintact uh, male. And that's exactly right. Their castrated male is called a weather. They needed to name them differently. Stigmatising. Yeah, so. eunuchs. You, is that what eunuchs are? I think a eunuch is specifically a, a, someone who's been castrated but also is a singer. Um, no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> like, favourite and subscribe that's a different word. If, uh, if you are a eunuch. Well, please, by all yeah. means, get in touch. Um, let um, us know. And a child is called, a, a, you know, a juvenile goat is called a kid. Kid. It's a kid. Nice. Sure not gendered. What's no. a young female? So you, oh, wow. They're all kids. At what age do they do they do get they that? Turn? Yeah. Well, we'll get on to when that. Do they get that gender. We'll get on to that shortly. Um, you know, even more gender gender bending going on. Both of them have beards, male and female. It's just a good time, isn't it? Just. Well, I mean, beards are quite annoying. So it depends on whether you want one or not. They got the they they got the option. They can shave it off. <laughs> they can't. They literally can't. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what? How are they going to shave off their own beard, Arthur? On the rocks. On the razor sharp. Rubbing away. (laughs) I don't know. On their razor sharp rocks. That's Um, fine. Well, I mean, they have beards. And and that's fine. Yeah. But they also have been... um, So they've been domesticated for many years. Up to potentially 10,000 years ago. They believe it's first domesticated. Um, But they also have horns. Yeah. Big horns. Tick. Um, there have been incidents of what are called polycerate goats. Goats with multiple horns, oh. if you will. Up to eight. <laughs> eight. Where's, they they go? where's the room for the face? <laughs> like, where do the horns go? Like you can imagine four, like two up, two sideways. Two up, two down. Two up, two down. No, okay. these are the eight house. out. Eight out, <laughs> straight out, like a. Out the back of the head like a punk rocker. Out the forehead. I don't, know if I'm, I don't know if I'm on board with that. Well, I don't think that they probably are either. Um, so sometimes they get cut off um, when they're, you know, when they're younger, so that they don't kill each other or hurt a human. But we can't Good. seem to breed it out. Oh. We can't seem to breed horns out of um, goats. So when you breed two um, goats that are what's known as polled, 
so genetically don't have horns, um, the, the, their offspring tend to be infertile, sterile, um, so they can never really. So what get we're rid saying is the key to goat fertility is all in the horn. <laughs> yeah. It's all about the horn at the end of the day, isn't it? And I think <laughs> that's probably the wisest thing Arthur's ever said on this show. Both wisest and wittiest thing that Arthur's ever said on this show. I'm very proud of that. Like, favourite and subscribe for more I think the horns. Um, and they've, they've got a reputation for being willing to eat almost anything. Yeah. For instance, tin cans. <laughs> but I can't Stop. quite work out from my research whether this is a fair you know, depiction of what they do or whether um, they actually don't eat things where they're a bit more picky because it seems to suggest that also they won't eat anything inedible. Tin can. But it (laughs) strikes me. But I don't know whether that just means you literally can't eat it. But if you can chew off a bit of tin can, then you can eat it. Like if it's too hard to physically... A boulder. Chew. They won't eat an inedible boulder. (laughs) But like a soft rock, like a chalk or... Like a limestone. Yeah, they're happy to really go at that. <laughs> okay. they're, they're what's known as browsing. They browse rather than graze. So a cow is a grazer. Sheep's a grazer. Goats sort of look. They look around. They make a choice. They what's browse. That? Is that a tin can? Could be. Oh, tomato soup. That's for me. Um, <laughs> and they will, but they will, they don't seem to be that picky. So the, the line between browsing and grazing seems to be quite blurred here because whilst they are highly curious, no, not whilst, they are highly curious, yeah. so will chew on and taste pretty much everything they come across yeah. to find out whether it's nice or not, but then will obviously spit it out if it's not. So like the difference between browsing and grazing is grazing you're only eating things that you know are edible. Or you just eat everything. Or you just eat everything. Regardless of whether it tastes good or not. And browsing is, is giving it a go. Well, I think... Try. Try before you buy. I think a browser might not usually even choose some things. The goat seems to want to try everything. Anything that remotely resembles plant matter. (laughs) Could that be a bit of... I mean, we'll find out. No, it's not. It wasn't. It's a metal. (laughs) That's a tin can. That's a tin can. But as I said, they're naturally very curious animals. So I'm sure that many listeners, Arthur, I'm sure that you will have seen those hilarious footage of goats on just like on walls of dams. Oh yeah. yeah. What are they doing there? Well, they just wanted to find out what it was like. <laughs> they wanted to see what was. They on the just top wanted of the to dam. see if they could. Wanted to see what was there. <sighs> Nature's it, explorers. Yeah, pretty much. But they, I think they find it quite difficult to. Um, you, it's very hard to pen them in. Because yeah. they want to stand on any surface. <laughs> <laughs> so they want to st- always get on top of the fence and then just crush it. So <laughs> they just like escape. to be tall. Yeah. They just want to test all the fences that they can come across. Um, <laughs> either intentionally or, it says, simply because they just want to climb on the thing. Well, yeah. As, as you know, you would. The other thing is that quite smart animals. So once you found out one weakness in the fence, they all do it and they all share it. They'll either learn or they'll share it. They're, like they're raptors in Jurassic Park. Yeah, they're mm. talking to each other. Yeah, yeah. Um, going back to the the reason that they um, they want to taste everything, they pretty much will explore everything new or unfamiliar by um, nibbling it. Got to be careful mm. with that. You know, it might get you into some trouble. But that's how they investigate things. And so to close, (laughs) 
strap in everyone because I'm about to tread on Arthur's toes because the goat is actually quite a strong mating and dating animal. That's fair. Not in the main, but just for one moment that I'm sure everyone will, will, will notice. That speaks to us all, doesn't it? it... <laughs> not not as sort of like a as an overall package, yeah. but it just just for one moment. There'll be one fleeting moment where you'll think, yeah, this is worth it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they reach puberty between about 3 and 15 months of age It's quite young That's pretty young it's Probably when they transfer from kid to mm. doe or bull What did we say? Buck Yeah um, And the uh, doe and heat will typically uh, flag her tail <coughs> Stay near the buck if one's present Stay, Be very vocal Yeah It's a pretty classic yeah, yeah. Classic methods Males, a little bit less so, as often is the case. Um, and, their, and their ruts will, will coincide, so at the same time they're, you know, they're both on heat. Yeah. They'll be on heat they're together. They're mad for it. But and a, a, key, a key part for um, attraction seems to be the, the, the odour. So... Nice. So a, a, a buck will um, display... It'll put their, Lip curling. They'll curl their lips to try and um, appeal to the the mate. They'll also urinate on their own legs and face. <laughs> <laughs> that went from like first gear. Yeah, that's the sort of gear change that I like. <laughs> Just curl so my they, lips. Um, Are they up for the lips? All right, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they will they will urinate on their own face. To attract the female, and if 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 the male doesn't have a, a scent, then mm. the the female is not interested at all. Mm. So if you wow. descent a buck and then try and get them to to mate, won't happen. So they have to piss on themselves. Um, I mean, let's just there's for a, a second. That's, think about the logistics that's of it. Talent, that's real talent and and commitment, flexibility. Yeah, that's impressive. Because think about the the anatomy of a goat. Mm. Four legs, horn, yeah, z, potentially plural, potentially eight, and That's you've got day, to isn't it? get your own urine onto oh, your face no. <laughs> by choice. And where the piss comes from and where the head is couldn't be further away. <laughs> significant gap. To and even bridge. if you did successfully do it, you are then realise that there will be a moment of realisation that you are pissing mm. upon your own face. For the you know, I mean, the means. I'm trying to think, oh, yeah. <laughs> the end, end justifies the means, maybe. Well, I mean, whatever they're into, then uh, who are we to judge? That's fair. That's fair. They, uh, yeah. And I don't really, I don't think it's all downhill really from here. But just uh, <laughs> some final tidbits of information. Often goats will be born in twins, mm-hmm. more often than singles or triplets or anything else. Uh, and the mother, as a final piece of information, will eat her own placenta. Which apparently is quite common amongst um, wild herbivores to reduce the lure of the birth scent to potential predators and for the energy that placenta's got. Smart. And that there is the life story of the goat. Tom Cruise was right all along. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. It's Scientology. Eating, eating your placenta. Do you eat a placenta in Scientology? I mean, I don't, but. I thought. Scientologists I mean, I, definitely do. When you first said that, I was like, I didn't know Tom Cruise had written stuff about goats. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Fam- about it. It's a famous goat fancier. Goat herder. Yeah, he loves them. 
Oh, yeah. Got a big ranch. No, he's Scientologist. See? Will Smith, he's a Scientologist as well. Is that libelous? Possibly. <laughs> like, favourite and subscribe if you're... Will, uh... if you're out there, Will, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you are or not, let me get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. If you want to sue us for libel, um, like, favourite and subscribe. That's not going to resolve it, really. We'd like some specific contact from Will Smith, ideally. Oh yeah, or his lawyers. They've got to like, favourite and subscribe <laughs> first. That's the first step to, <laughs> to resolving this issue. <laughs> True. You know, he's getting, they're getting, you know, some good PR from us. Yeah, exactly. Well, exactly. We should be paying us to make such scandalous statements about him. Yeah. And I'm sure he will. Mm, it's all factual, probably, maybe. Loosely. Like, favourite and subscribe. <laughs> anyway. I don't even think you can like on a soundtrack. No, you can't. So. I know you, you can't favourite, but you can like. Um, okay. You can subscribe, but we'll put keep favourite in there. Just because you like how it sounds when yeah, you yeah. say like, favourite, and subscribe. It just okay. play as well. Anyway, um, so that was goats. Uh, do we usually, like, is there an offer for, to the audience? If you are a goat, um, send in your goat... Facts about yourself. Facts. Uh, or if you know anything about goats. If you have a goat, take yeah. a picture. Um, Tell us if they piss on their own face. <laughs> First piece of information. Is that accurate? Yeah, please. Um, Someone verify this. Second piece us. of information. Anything interesting about a goat? Yeah. I'd quite like to herd a, you know, herd a goat. A big goat <laughs> Just herd. one. Just have yeah. a goat, yeah. When I, was in, when I went travelling in Australia, one of the things that we did was we had to herd goats um, on horse. We were on horses. Horse. We had to herd some goats across like a ranch. Very difficult. The horse hated me, <laughs> and the goats just did what they want. Yeah, they sound quite independent. Anarchic. Mm. And also, they've had so long to be domesticated, they've learned all our secrets. Yeah, no, we're not actually that bad yeah, yeah. if you're domesticated. So, like, you know, they're being herded, and they're like, and usually, like, sheep are like, oh my god, they're yeah. chasing us, we've got to go. Petrified. Ghosts is like, whatever. Well, what do you sure want? We'll be alright. Yeah. <laughs> What if we don't go? Yeah. Oh my god, when you ask that question, we're all doomed. <laughs> anyway, so we've covered goats um, successfully. Um, now it's time to uh, to address some some listeners um, some listeners' issues. Yeah. So um, two uh, valued and, and honoured listeners uh, of the Nature Hour. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to Naz and James. Um, yeah, have, Naz and James. Have been in touch um, specifically uh, to find out which animals would be better than them at their job. Or, you know, a, a compliment. Beneficial to work with. Uh. No, no, it would be better at it than <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah, so, I mean, maybe a compliment, but really, this is. They're going to get told which animals are better than them. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, uh, and so it's time to go to the jobs market. Mm. And find out, you know, who who we can replace them with, absolutely, so that they can go on to pastures new. Uh, so or gonna... swap places, you know. Yeah. What the yeah, animal well. does, you can live their life. It's like wife swap, <laughs> but for animals in jobs. Yeah, that's not maybe. It's not got legs. All right, fine. <laughs> so it needs a bit of work. Yeah. So you know, we'll find an animal, um, and and you can live their life. And they'll live. They'll live yours. So we're gonna start off. Um, with Naz, and and he has described his job um, as a shit shoveler. Why? Mm. Which 
<laughs> needed a bit of. Uh, I'm honest with you. It raised some questions. <laughs> it needed some explanation, and he's provided that explanation. Um, uh, or really, he's expl- he's explained the traits which which are required for a shit shoveler. This okay. is a euphemism. It's not. He doesn't actually have a shovel. Which, if I'm honest with you, listeners. Yeah. I didn't know that before I picked my animal, <laughs> and if I, I'm completely honest with you, that will be reflected in the animal that I choose <laughs> more than potentially what this uh, what Naz's job really is. But you know, we'll do it anyway. Yeah. So um, he has said that his job, uh, you need some people skills. You need to be able to coordinate lots of different people. Right. And you need. To, <laughs> that's all right. It's fine. Nails in the coffin of Luke's suggestion. And that you need to be able to handle stress well. You need to be um, uh, be able to uh, not get overstressed. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. So, um, with that born in mind, I'll let you go first. After <laughs> whilst I frantically <laughs> think. <laughs> so, um, I've kept my my jobs jobs postings short and sweet. Um, so Luke doesn't have a lot of time. Um, so I thought, you know, what do you want? You want someone who doesn't stress out too much. Uh, maybe someone that's uh, an animal that quite relaxed, maybe sleeps quite a lot, and um, and isn't easily scared. Uh, people skills is a bonus. Why not? Uh, so I've got a couple of I've got a couple of options. First option, yeah. Emperor Penguin. Yeah, good. Talk to me. Talk to me. So, Emperor Penguin, famous for their uh, interpersonal skills. You know, in order to survive, they need to work together. Yeah. You can't just stay in the middle of the penguin circle. No, you'll get forced to the outside. Dick. You know, think about the others for a second. Um, (laughs) And so they they do that. They're very considerate. They look after each other young. Yeah. And... Funny. (laughs) Quite funny, (laughs) just to watch. Yeah. (laughs) Waddling around. Um... Uh, and uh, also, most importantly, um, you know, if a person walks up to them, starts giving them a bit of that, yeah, they're not going to be bothered because they're not afraid of. Because um, they don't speak English. Well, <laughs> also, because they don't have any natural land-based <laughs> predators. <laughs> if something came at them from the sea, different story. Yeah. But no natural land-based predators. So, Emperor Penguin, you're walking around, you're telling him, why, is it, why haven't you done this? Why haven't you done this? Emperor Penguin's just like, what? What do you want? <laughs> Who are you? You're not, yeah. you're not a threat to me. Yeah. Mm. Waddle off. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to go slide on my stomach on some <laughs> <Yeah>. ice. <laughs> Look at me go. Yeah. So, um, so that's my argument for the Emperor Penguin. Right. Second choice. Okay, good. I'm <laughs> giving you some more time here. Uh, was the giant armadillo. Yeah. And the reason why right. I picked yeah. Giant Armadillo is because they sleep for 18 hours a day. Okay. Which is very relaxed. Employable. That's an employable <laughs> trait, though, isn't it? Very productive. <laughs> four hours, six, six hours. hours of waiting, waking time. Yeah, yeah, but... Four hour day. Low stress. You're not going to get stressed out because you're asleep. Which is good. Tick. That tick. Um, and... Uh, you're not going to be afraid of anyone because you are armoured armoured so even if they're shouting at you they can't actually get you yeah so both good options (laughs) right so (laughs) shit shoveler Luke all I've got for my (laughs) mine 
is that it's a shit shoveler. So I actually thought that this person worked in a sewer. <laughs> That's why I kept asking you, what does this person do? I told you. No, you kept telling me the other person. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I went, I went pretty literal. You went, you and went, went big. And I went for a dung beetle. Because <laughs> I thought, well, they, that is literally what they do. It's true. Their job is to... It's not even a job, really. <laughs> they do it out of... This is their hobby. Do what you love. Yeah. We've already thought, said it. You stick them in the sewers and they'd be great. So they will ball up some some feces <laughs> and just roll it in a straight line and navigate by the stars. Yeah, wow. Well. And I thought, well, you probably need to... You know, in the sewers, you can't even see the stars. No. It doesn't work at all. <laughs> but... On the plus side, yeah. And I hope, listener, dear listener, that you're not eating your dinner at this stage of the show because shit's literally <laughs> gonna get real. Um, one of the issues that we have in our sewers apparently is um, what are called fatbergs. Yeah. Have you heard of those? Yeah, oh yeah. The old balls of like congealed shit and fat and. Just like all the all the stuff Everything you pour down your drain goes into the drain mm. in a ball. It balls up, um, and all uh, you need is a giant dung beetle. And a dung beetle would love that. It'd be like the Raiders of the Lost beetle. Ark, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but with a freakishly large dung beetle with a behind massive it. smile on its face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> see the side of this. Can't wait to get out. Yeah, where, where do you want it? Oh, where does <laughs> yeah. it matter? I'll yeah. keep going. I'll just keep rolling until yeah. I, until I get out. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Also, they lay. lay what I did realise was that they um, lay their their young, their eggs inside their dung ball. Oh. Um, as some form of protection and intense nutrition. <laughs> so they have to dig that way out. Well, sure, what, what an introduction to the world, eh? <laughs> So sorry, listener. Um, Naz. Naz. You're welcome. Yeah, I think that a dung beetle could do your job better. <laughs> could have done with your real job title, to be honest. <laughs> it's so more fun could. this way. Yeah. <laughs> right, okay, yeah, good. And then, um, so our second um, suggestion for, uh, for the jobs board yeah. was, um. was what? So, um, we've got a... Sorry, I just need to get my notes back. Ugh, terribly unprofessional. Oh, it's back, never mind. So, second suggestion, first suggestion, shit shoveler. Quite abstract, quite, you know, funny. Second suggestion, software engineer. <laughs> that's straight down the line. That's just a job we need, to, we need to, There's a vacancy. So, James, um, thank you very much for sending in your suggestion. We are going to tell you which animals would be better than you at being a software engineer. Bit of background mm. for the software engineer. And I think, again, my background may be different to yours. Well, but I've, that's out I've of no choice. Doubt, but... <laughs> you have chosen your part. Yeah. And I've chosen mine. Yeah. So, James, software engineer. Key traits of being a software engineer. You've got to... Uh, and I'm, I'm going to give this... Um, as it was given to me. Got to give no fucks. Oh, is that one of the characteristics? That's one of the characteristics. Not okay. a single fuck. Like, someone tells you to do something, you don't care. Yeah. Software engineer ain't care. Yeah. Okay. 
Sounds like the sort of person I'd like to work with. <laughs> Second trait. Uh, trust no one. Okay. People come to you and they tell you, like, oh, you need to do this. Don't trust them. Be wary. Paranoia mm. is key. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, good. And that's it. And they're the only two things you need to be a software engineer. I mean, I'm sure there's a raft of qualifications, yeah. but we'll ignore Opposable thumbs, for yeah, one, yeah, but... Whatever. Well, probably not. The workplace can be adapted yeah, to the non-opposably thumbed um, animal. I went first last time. Do you want to... Um... No, you just... So Arthur has laid out his person spec effectively there, so I okay. think that you should you should back it up with your animal. Fair enough. And then I'll, I'll lay out my person spec for a software engineer. Right, then. That is less informed <laughs> by reality. <laughs> Well, I mean, strap in, because my suggestion perhaps doesn't really that accurately follow from those characteristics, from that spec. It sort of does and sort of doesn't. It's quite literal. So, uh, water buffalo. (laughs) (laughs) Tech savvy. You imagine them with a small pair of glasses. (laughs) Just perched on the end of their long nose. Operating two screens yeah. at once. <laughs> Keyboard, but with really big <laughs> keys. Could hit four keys at once, though. That's true. Cl- cl- cloven cleft hooves. Well, that used to Maybe. Be hit one, wouldn't you? But you've got four legs. That's true. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> and a tail. Swishing away. <laughs> that is the space bar. <laughs> anyway, let me, let me explain why the water buffalo is okay. well qualified. So, um... Uh... <laughs> <clears throat> there is a um, a phrase in uh, in terms of African game, uh, and yeah. I, I think it's called it's it's either the Big Four or the Big Five. I believe it's the Big Five. The Big Five, and in amongst those Big Five, standing proudly is the water buffalo. Now the reason they're called the Big Five is you don't mess with them. You see a water buffalo Do you coming. Know what the big five are? Uh, lions, hippos, rhinos, water buffaloes, crocodiles? No, it's not a crocodile. Fuck. Because my the other one. I thought the other one was potentially one that you was either a zebra or a giraffe. But I don't think I'm not sure if that's true. You We're keep talking. Enough I mean, right maybe now. it's that. Maybe that you would definitely harmless. fuck with one of them. I'd fuck with a giraffe, no questions. Although, have you seen that video of a giraffe chasing a, a Land Rover once? In a, I haven't actually seen that. You haven't. No. Well, we'll put it on the Facebook because it is crazy. <laughs> anyway, so basically, you don't fuck with a water buffalo. You see a water that's buffalo true. coming. They are huge, and they got massive horns, and they're pretty, like, aggressive. You don't fuck with a water buffalo. So, in terms of giving no fucks, in that no one will fuck with you, you're all set. You're laughing. Yeah. Because, really, if someone comes along to your desk, <laughs> tapping away, looking at your code, being like, ooh, is that, I don't know if that's going to work. Oh, I can't tell. Someone comes on, can you do this? You just turn and look at them. Mm. And you snort, you do the boom. Fire comes out. Yeah. And they're like, ah, and they run off. Boom. Water buffalo. Sorted. <laughs> other, the other the other oh, the other part, the other the other aspect of their character is that um uh, and I might be getting this confused with a different kind of animal, but they look similar. Yeah. The uh, the animals that um, stampede in the Lion King, mm. I think they're buffaloes. Could be wrong. 
Um, let's assume they are. Yeah. How does that? How does that characteristic relate to software so, engineers? So, trust no one. Okay. So you're a, you're a, you're a water buffalo. Yeah. And you're um, <laughs> get quite tenuous yeah. quite quickly. Oh yeah. Go on. <laughs> So you're a water buffalo, and like, <laughs> and you're you're stampeding around on your own. Get to a river, yeah, and you look at that river, yeah, and you don't just charge across. River could be full of crocodiles. Correct. Watch out for the crocodiles. You don't just go wandering around. You're quite wary of where you're going. Yeah. How does that relate to Stampede? You're aware. I mean, it's just you ditched that. Part. Yeah, I ditched that. That's gone. <laughs> Forget that. Forget I mentioned that. That's just for the Lion King. Um, so you're quite like you're not gonna you're not gonna stumble into any situation until you've really assessed it first. Mm. Much like a software engineer isn't gonna take on someone else's issues without fully fully examining them. Is this relevant to me? Is this river safe for me? Is there a crocodile in this river? Is there a piece of that code which someone's dumping on me that's going to ruin my day? <laughs> I wouldn't have seen that, listeners, but Arthur just tapped his nose in a yeah. very knowing way. Water buffalo. Okay. James, water buffalo. Just as an aside, mm-hmm. the big five. Mm-hmm. Lion. Yep. Elephant. Oh, elephant, cool. Buffalo, leopard and rhino. Nice. So you were right. Leopard? What did I say? I didn't say leopard. Oh, I don't know I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Whatever. The listeners will know. Like, favourite and subscribe. Okay, so my my take on the software engineer is less grounded <laughs> in ever meeting a software engineer <laughs> and, and more... <laughs> probably um, more prejudiced mm. and, and based upon what I've seen on television. That's fair, that's fair. And so I thought software engineers predominantly operate in the dark yeah you know night owls mm. really bright screens dark rooms very much so yeah, yeah. work on their own and I think what you suggested there backs, backs that up yeah you know they like to operate on their own focused but also able to focus very much on a task mm. pick out a tiny detail in a sea of Letters Code, and numbers, whatever <laughs> software engineers do. That's it. That's and so, yeah. listeners, you might have picked up that I actually gave a game away earlier in my mm, set layup. Yeah. But I think an owl would make a fantastic software engineer. Fly at night. Yeah. Tick. Predominantly solitary animals. Unless they want a mate, apparent. Well, obviously. Well, that's can't the do that on your own. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know. Sadly. Got <laughs> God knows I've tried, Luke. And thirdly, you know, they've got a fantastic vision. Mm. Able to pick out a dormouse running along the a field out of nowhere. That's right. Zoom in. Mm. But also, software engineers, famously able to kill and eat mice. <laughs> and I think that is really the characteristic <laughs> that puts them... Straight into the owl category. Last time I saw James, he did actually have a live mouse just dangling just hanging from out his, his mouth. mouth yeah. Yeah. Half alive, half yeah, dead, yeah. I would have thought. Um, or in the talons. <laughs> yeah, in his feet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true, actually. He does have that. But I imagine also he was working and you approach from behind and mm. then his head swiveled all the way around to look straight at you. Like what you want. Piercing gaze. <laughs> You're not going to put any work on me, are you? Oh, no, I'm just no. your friend. <laughs> Not a mouse. <laughs> and people are kind of scared of owls, so also I think that works. Sold. 
Also, Good, so am I. Do I win? I don't know. Also, owls like you know you put a pair of glasses on them. Very intelligent. They look right at home. And who knows if they are? But yeah. you put them in front of a computer and you think. <laughs> There'd be a part of you that thinks this is right. That picture looks good. Yeah, <laughs> this is apt. And if jobs are selected purely on appearance, yeah. which, you know, 2016 it shouldn't, but maybe it is. Well, unless you're a model. Unless you're a model. In which case, yeah, I guess you've got to conform to. Uh, in some sense, your appearance standards. is important. Yeah. Arthur looks very upset at that. He's staring <laughs> off into Sad, the middle distance. <laughs> anyway. So, um, th- those, are our, those are our suggestions for the job, the job market. The, for a shit shoveler, mm. who knows what the actual job was? Seemingly, <laughs> whatever Arthur defined it as. It we either had a, um, right. Could have done with that. Yeah, it's could have done with that piece of information. Oh, yeah. What did you offer for the for the programs, people? Uh, I offered <laughs> you get a giant armadillo yeah. and emperor penguin. I offered a dung beetle. <laughs> so <laughs> pick your favourite. One of those two wins. Yeah. Top of engineer, we've got a water buffalo and a, an owl. And I was going to pick a specific one out, but seemingly none of them had relevant characteristics. So all owls. Barn owls. Tawny. Ooh. <laughs> Big eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> so they can shield their eyes yeah. from the screen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> from the glare. Yeah. So listeners, please let us know which of those two animals, which of those two jobs would be... Yeah. Would work best. Which animals should James and Naz uh, switch places with? Because... Uh, I mean, obviously, you don't want to be a dung beetle, Naz, but mm. um, James, you might want to be an owl. Yeah. Not a bad profession. Yes, Owling. <laughs> or emperor penguin, I believe. Yeah, that's Water not bad. buffalo, don't think great to be. I think I've spent a lot of the time thinking that you might just be attacked. But also. Big. Big. Big horns. Big horns. Snorting fire. Yeah. You don't want to mess with you. No. no. So. Listeners, let, let us know, but also let us know your jobs. If you would like oh, yeah. Arthur and I to put our creative minds towards them, yeah. suggest what what would be better better suited to your role, or indeed tell us which animals would be better than water buffaloes, emperor penguins, owls, and dung beetles. Yeah, that won't <laughs> be these too jobs. difficult. Yeah. <laughs> Naz and James, if you're listening, please let us know if you're happy with with those. Yeah. Or what you actually thought you were expecting to hear when you put your jobs forward what animal did you want to be yeah. <laughs> and how disappointed are you with dogby <laughs> anyway yes uh, please let us know um, all of the things mm-hmm. that we just asked like favourite subscribe anyway <clears throat> it's time um, I have no idea how long we've been recording for but I'm going to say we're getting on our way to an hour uh, the nature hour is is imminent and so yeah. it's time it's time for everyone's uh, favourite part of the show. Um, the speakers aren't plugged in, so we can't actually put Marvin Gaye on. Um, Luke gave me the time, but I didn't actually get it. So, <laughs> 55? 40 minutes. 40 minutes. Oh, we got ages. So, I can spend a long time doling out some mating and dating tips. If you can imagine, uh, well, Luke, if you can imagine um, Marvin Gaye. I don't need to imagine. <laughs> That's always playing in the background. Thank you. Family, 24 yeah. 7. Can be annoying at times, yeah. but generally it's great. It's just, I mean, he's really a, a hero to us all. Um, 
So, mating and dating. Mm -hmm. um, let me tell you about an animal that's, that's misunderstood. Mm, okay. Often unloved by many. Um, and uh, <laughs> considered a pest right. by some. Okay. Um, but unfairly. Doesn't mean they haven't got an absolute banging yeah. <laughs> romantic life. <laughs> Doesn't mean they're not filthy. <laughs> Let me tell you about the pigeon. Oh dear. Oh yeah. What do they get up to on Trafalgar Square? <laughs> All sorts night? <laughs> not even late at night. Oh god. Which we will get to. Okay. Outrageous. Ominous. <laughs> so, pigeons, doves, all these birds that look vaguely the same shape. Oh, it so this is, isn't just peg pigeons? This well, is... so doves is important because um, it's generally considered that pigeons and doves and all that um, are monogamous. Right. So. Oh, are you about to lift the curtain on this? I am about sort of expose. to blow some minds. Because although uh, feral pigeons do... Feral. <laughs> like, you know, not domesticated... Um, and if there was when we get to pee I'll explain all about the other stuff about pigeons but not today there's some really interesting stuff but on I the letter it. P right yeah yeah, yeah. anyway um, so meant to be monogamous but extra pair matings do occur Ooh. Ooh. often initiated by males typical 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 come on guys <laughs> you know Everyone's like, oh yeah, let's be monogamous, and the fucking guys come in. Actually, no. Not interested. Yeah, but. Seen another it, pigeon over there. It takes two to tango, though, doesn't it? It does. But the other, I guess the woman might not know. Yeah, exactly. Takes his wedding ring off before he goes out. Yeah, yeah, off his wing. <laughs> that tag around his ankle. <laughs> like, hides it. <laughs> Bit of tape over it. So, yeah, there's a little, a little initial mind blower everyone's going on about and this can be applied to you know humans as well everyone's going on about you know monogamy faithfulness just be like a pigeon sack it all off don't make do you be like a male or pigeon be monogamous but also cheat is that what also you're cheat. advising be a filthy cheat yeah. <laughs> like a pigeon yeah. or don't do be that. like a pigeon or yeah. don't be i'll yeah. let you choose do you want to be like a pigeon yeah that's because if you do you've got to be a cheater okay what but else? only if you're a guy <laughs> anyway <laughs> so talking about how pigeons you know operate maybe maybe their, all their filth is happening at night time in Trafalgar Square incorrect courtship rituals can be observed in urban parks and urban areas at any time of the year disgusting every season is mating public season public spaces <laughs> all day every day all day Christmas every day, day. <laughs> New Year's Day. Public holidays. Bank holidays. Yeah. Sundays. Day of rest. Summer solstice. Sick. Especially on the summer. <laughs> Whoa. Filthy animals. So they'll go at any any time. Right, okay. Any time, any place. They're up for it. I wonder there's so many of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Should have many of them, but... <laughs> um, so, you're a pigeon. Potentially... Um, unfaithful. Oh no, my notes. <laughs> Electronic notes have failed me. Okay, we're back, we're back. Potentially unfaithful, 
definitely up for it at any time of year. It doesn't matter if it's cold or hot, you're up for it. Um, and you want to woo another pigeon. Yeah. You're a pigeon going for a pigeon. Yeah. Or a human going for a human. But a pigeon going for a pigeon mainly, pigeon, what you're about yeah. to say, yeah. Uh, and, uh, and, and your male pigeon kicking off. Yeah. You want to get some attention. You know what the best way to get attention is? Piss on your own face. <laughs> <laughs> Be bigger than you were before. Mm, Increase those, in size. Those, mass, those gym gains. Gains. Yeah. So humans, you know, we're going to be lifting, chugging down raw eggs. Oof. Pigeons, they just puff up their feathers on their neck. Oh, get bigger. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Just puff out. So human equivalent got a collar yeah pop your collar <laughs> pop, pop that collar mm, great advice <laughs> and Luke also just like blew up his cheeks like puffed out his cheeks yeah both work so one do. more than the other but maybe together then so you know try that uh, if you want to attract some attention puff up your cheeks and puff up your feathers mm. pop that collar gel um, your hair ooh, yeah 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 spikes hairspray yeah a bit of hairspray that works um, and so you want to do that to appear larger uh, and thereby impress or attract attention, mm. you know, which I'm sure will both impress and attract. Yeah. Uh, and you've got, you know, you've got your your potential mate's attention now. Maybe they, they've looked at you, they're giving you the eye, they, you know, little eyebrow eyes. Mm. Oh, this guy's got his fenders up. <laughs> Big old neck you've got there. <laughs> now... What you want to do is you approach them at a rapid walking pace while emitting repetitive quiet noises, bowing and turning. Right, okay, let's, talk, sort of, let's go through that. Sort of so you, you walk towards them, but fast. Quickly, fast Making walk. frequent but quiet noises. Yeah, sort of like under your breath. And at the same time, bow and turn. Bowing and turning. So after we're doing a 360 at the same time. Yeah, pirouette. Ooh, what a manoeuvre. That is a pretty. That's a pretty baller move. Some shapes, yeah. <laughs> I personally like the <laughs> like a vehicle reversing. <laughs> so you know, person. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone catches your eye. <laughs> you want to pace it towards them, yeah. book it towards them, maybe muttering under your breath. Ideally, yeah. If you're on a dance floor, throw some shapes naturally. Not just any shapes though. Bowing and spinning, and spinning. around <laughs> and bowing. Make sure to uh, find your bearings after each spin. Yeah, find the person you're going for. Yeah, yeah, because you don't want to lose them in the crowd. Um, that's important. Uh, <laughs> um, and at first, upon witnessing this display, the female pigeon invariably uh, walks or flies a short distance away. Yeah, you would, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Get clear. He's actually, he's actually coming. I just looked at him because there was it's something just, interesting behind him. Yeah, my eyes just moved across the room. <laughs> Ran at me. And he's muttering and running. Okay, or, or she's playing hard to get. Or playing hard to get. Who knows whether that's actually a thing that happens, but why not? Yes. For the sake of the show, <laughs> yeah. let's say it is. So, and the male will follow her until she stops. Little intense, isn't it? Little, <laughs> little tactic for you there. Not recommended. Um, but clearly for pigeons it gets a result uh, wear them down mm. like a like a marathon runner yeah I don't think we can endorse that um, 
Well, unless you're both marathon runners. Unless you're both marathon runners. <laughs> and it just happened. Yeah, and you were just in a race. <laughs> <Doing> a race. <laughs> um, and once they stop, um, uh, you'll continue uh, as the male pigeon. You'll continue bowing and, and, and pirouetting um, mm. in front of them. So do your bows, do your, do your spins. You know, they're sort of bent over. <sighs> Yeah, they're knackered by that point. <laughs> you've got to still have enough energy to, to keep doing your dance. Yeah, so really cardio is important for a pigeon. <laughs> not just the gains. It's not just gains, it's cardio as well. Yeah. Um, and then... <laughs> the first of many highlights. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the male pigeon then proceeds to feed the female pigeon by uh, regurgitating food. Oh, good. So you walk. You've got to bring an offering, haven't you? It's like just like bringing flowers that you stored from, in your stomach from your mouth that you partially digested. Hey, who are we to judge? Catch their eye. Book it over to them, doing your spins and muttering. They run away. You follow. Keep spinning. Keep muttering. Eventually, they stop. You make it to them. Bow. Spin. Puke. Textbook. I mean, it's, it's a path as old as time. <laughs> okay, so she's obviously receptive to that. She loves it. Yeah, what's the next step? <laughs> next I'm step. I'm taking notes here. <laughs> straight out, straight out, uh, mount the female. <laughs> Rear backwards. Um, and, uh, and thankfully for everyone involved, uh, the mating is very brief. How was that? Thankful for everyone involved. I mean, it's you know, in public. Well, I mean, if you're thrown up in her mouth, <laughs> you're that worried about it. Well, rightly or wrongly, uh, mating is, is very brief. Um, okay. Which you know. <laughs> oh yeah, go on. Don't don't need that advice. <laughs> <laughs> Follow that on my own. Uh, and you want to flap your wings to maintain balance throughout. Um, you don't want to fall over. That's you're really graceful, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, arms out. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Making that noise, ideally. Yeah. <laughs> Bowing this away. A slapstick comedy show from the eighties. <laughs> don't pirouette. Um, and and then and then you're there. You've made it. Congratulations. And that's and then we're done. Um. Uh. Yeah. Little. Little aside. Uh, on the on the vocalizations. Oh. Good. So you were you were muttering away, <laughs> quiet, repetitive noises. <laughs> so um, apparently both of you mm. are going to be cooing uh, during mating. Right. Um, during mating and nesting, you're both cooing away. Okay. So you know all those coos. Keep them going. Keep them up. Keep it going. Uh, and, Communication's uh, important, is what we can take from that. You know, talk to each other, even if it is just noise. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, yeah. You've been practicing. Ooh. Of course. Have you been talking to a pigeon? <laughs> Single man in Birmingham League. Arthur's not actually reading any notes. These are all just from his brain. <laughs> anyway, um, so cooking's more frequent between couples during mating and nesting. Good, good communication is very mm -hmm. key. Um, and finally, ending it on on a happy, positive note um, that we can all get on board with. Um, chewing the incubation incubation of uh, of your eggs mm -hmm. um, that inevitably result 
from that textbook display, uh, both parents will participate in incubation. So everyone takes turns. How? Sit on them. Oh, egg, right. I thought you meant <laughs> producing it. Oh, no. right. So once the eggs are out, both pigeons we'll will, have will have their go sitting on it, just warming it up, cooing away. Oh, well, that's nice. That's nice clothes. He's off though, isn't he? When she's incubating, he's, he's yeah, off. He's muttering away, yeah. doing his spins. How does he have time? He must have so many kids on the go. A lot of eggs to, to sit on. Yeah. I mean, deadbeat you know, dad. It's a yeah, deadbeat dad. It's a lifestyle, isn't it? It's a lifestyle, and you know, it's it's not for everyone. And who are we to judge what the pigeons want to do? That's right. You know, maybe they're living in a more in a, in a more enlightened society where, you know... <laughs> I think if any of us have ever seen pigeons walking around, we can definitely sympathise <laughs> with that thought. A better world than ours. The world of the pigeons, maybe. I mean, maybe not also. Because, like, chasing people, muttering. Because they also cause they eat garbage. What's they they throw eat it up on other people. <laughs> At least you're not pissing on your own face. At least you're not pissing. I haven't got woke up and pissed on your face. So, <laughs> on with that note. <laughs> so, um, uh, actually, uh, happy day. Uh, one of our listeners has told me um, that one of our mating and dating tips actually has ended worked. up as a success story. Oh, I'm excited um, to hear which one so it was. Steve. Oh. Um, was it the, the flappy neck for the for the. Um, <laughs> For the turkey, I don't think it was the fact. Was it? The, was it the? Um... <laughs> no, I won't say anymore. What was it? <laughs> Drinking the piss if you're a giraffe. So um, he actually put a message on our Facebook page. So uh, apologies if I'm incorrect. I'm not going to look it up right now. Um, but I have told him in person the story of the penguin who honks at the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there was one about crocodiles, uh, which he took inspiration from. And he now has... What the crocodiles do? I can't remember. Uh, and he now has a baby. <laughs> so... Jesus. He has successfully reproduced. the power we had. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, congratulations to... Steve. 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 Probably shouldn't say his second name, but... Well done, Steve. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> we can edit that. Oh, I can edit that out with, like, a lion roar. Yeah. <laughs> anyway... Congratulations, Steve, uh, for successfully implementing uh, one of the nature as making a dating tips. Many tips. Many, yeah. Um, um, if you haven't, Arthur seems to say that you have put it on Facebook, but if you haven't, please give us an insight into what practices you, you drew from our wildly advice. Yeah, I mean, it's not anonymous on the Facebook page, so, you know, yeah. <laughs> give the detail that you'd like to give. Yeah, yeah. bear in mind that... Um, everyone will see. Yeah. Anyway, congratulations. Um, I think that's a massive win. Yeah, me too. The I think that's probably all we could have pos- the most we could have ever possibly hoped for. That's right. I think you know we've we've bought life like- into the world <laughs> with our facts. How many podcasts can say that? That's right. That is right. We're going to put that on LinkedIn. Um, bring her, bring her of life. Yeah. <laughs> say her of facts. The Nature Hour. Um, so yeah, uh, if you if you've got any if anyone else has any experience of uh, implementing um, mating and dating tips, please let us know. Um, we are thrilled that people are testing them out in the wild. Um, and with that, I think we're done. 
Yes, we are. We are done, son. Hope you've enjoyed the show. Yeah, thanks for listening. We'll be back soon. Maybe recording the week after we record this. Potentially. That's it. You put you nail us down to a specific yeah, well. date, Arthur. That's good. <laughs> That's good work. Keep it ambiguous. So keep your eye out for um keep your eye out for the next show when it yeah. gets released. The hype train will be built up on oh, social yeah. media, so you won't be able to miss it. Um, and uh, very quickly, little shout out. They asked me to do it. Shout out to um, a little company called the BBC, um, who have released their latest uh, indie film. Um, what's it called? Planet Earth. I think it's the second one. So I think it's Planet Earth Two. Planet Earth Two. Um, it's really. If you have, if you've never seen them before, they're a little um, production company just based in Bristol. I think yeah, yeah. they're producing real good. Yeah. H documentaries Good. don't get the exposure they really deserve no. that's why they contacted us <laughs> yeah, yeah so yeah check out um, check out the Planet Earth series and, uh, and Planet Earth 2 on its way so um, you're welcome guys a uh, little shout out from us at the Nature Hour um, like favourite and subscribe <laughs> we're done but bye bye goodbye <laughs>